Welcome to the podcast Sagacious IP Tech Talks with Sumit Prasad of Sagacious IP. This is a -a one-of-its-kind podcast focused on learning and sharing experiences of both intellectual property tool developers and their users from different industry verticals in their pursuit to uncover new age tools and technologies that shape the future of global intellectual property practice. Hear from tool developers and service providers, IP attorneys and partners, in-house IP counsels and IP practitioners to understand how AI, machine learning, robotic process automation, big data analytics, cloud computing, blockchain, and many other technologies affect the next generation of IP practices. So let's get into the podcast with your host, Sumit. Welcome to today's episode of Sagacious IP Tech Talks. Our guest for today is Mr. Madhav Kulkarni. Madhav is a global senior intellectual capital manager at Dow Chemical. He has 23 years of experience in R&D and IP influencing research and obviously innovation management. His work influences the whole cycle of IP comprising ideation, invention, IP protection, optimization and commercialization through integrated technical strategic insights that is again based on IP and competitive intelligence. Madhav has experience in domains including pharma, biotech, and chemical industry. And he has earlier worked at Serum Institute, Pune, and Biocon at Bangalore. So with, with the decade of experience that he is carrying, let's take this conversation forward and learn from his experience of utilizing these tools in R&D and IP um, in general. Hi, Madhav. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you, Sumit, for having me here. All right, uh, let's start with a customary question uh, that uh, being, in IP, being an IP professional and uh, managing IP portfolio of, of such a uh, huge R&D division, what's your take on the current landscape of tools? What parameters you consider while uh, selecting any tools for your usage? And more importantly, what kind of ROI you expect in return? How do you measure that? Okay. Um, so Sumit, if you see, uh, I started my career somewhere in 1999 or mid of 1999. Long and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was working in R&D, but mm-hmm. that is the time I started using these tools. And at that time, the tools were like Dialog and STN, uh, right? And and uh, if you if you know those tools were syntax based so the search was you know called command search Uh, and there was no what you see what you get kind of interface right that's the time uh, i started searching or using tools for searching patterns or prior art Mm -hmm. now interestingly if i look back and where we stand today there is vast improvement in the kind of tools that are available to us, right? Uh, Still, there are tools like STN, which has changed the interface, uh, which also has um, easy interface like other tools. But I still somehow prefer to use uh, the, uh, you know, uh, syntax-based searching or command, command line searching. Uh, and that is that is typically because it really gives you the power to, you know, write a search strategy 
which will help you get exactly what you are looking for which is difficult on the tools where the interface is web based right though okay. though there are fielded searches or though there are mm-hmm. expert searches that are available uh, on, on mm-hmm. different tools i think the tool the, the search that is typically done using command line s- search is mm-hmm. not comparable with uh, any other any other tool okay so so there are plenty of tools that are now available in the market quite a few of free tools you know came up in last two decades but i think they they kind of died their own death uh, slowly okay okay except except the patent office tools or the e-space net or uspto tools okay mm-hmm. uh, they have changed in a big way uh, mm-hmm. if not big way they have changed actually in a uh, marginally good way and, and 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 the e-space net is probably the best free tool that is available as of now mm-hmm. if we look at other tools uh, the paid tools then i think the development in paid tools is really really uh, you know impressive uh, there are many tools which provide only search interface search and some default analytics interface search and some advanced analytic interface there are tools available from the same provider where the search interface is different and the analytics is totally different and mm-hmm. and if you obviously one needs to have that experience in using these tools get get familiar with those tools and become experienced in those tools mm-hmm. but i think i think f- for any ip searcher now it need not be ip searcher it could be inventor it could be ip searcher mm-hmm. it could be analyst in house kpo whoever it is i think knowing pros and cons of all these tools is really important so that one can use the best possible tool or combination so mm-hmm. i may be doing a search on a tool by one service provider but i could be doing analytics on a tool of another service provider right uh, and i think this is the mix and match that one would understand and appreciate only after using these tools now the kind of roi you are asking i think mm-hmm. when we start this ip search and analysis typically we should be starting with some question right what is that question right how we are framing that question that we want to answer at the end is it mm-hmm. like understanding where your competition is or mm-hmm. where the technology is or who is having what right or how the development in a particular technology has happened mm-hmm. so coining a right question before we start the analysis is the crux here and then mm-hmm. choosing the right tools to get the answer now there are okay. plenty of ai and ml tools that are coming in people believe or expect that those tools will do everything and answer the questions that they started with but i mm-hmm. doubt it that is going to really happen it 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 has to be a good combination of human brain plus computer so mm-hmm. i won't expect a tool to do a magic and give all those you know charts and maps and you know insights and conclusion about um, you know 
a particular technology or a competition and answer all questions that you have in the mind there are there is a marketing of some tools that oh you get everything on this tool but um, i have my apprehension about the tools doing everything it it is it it, it has to be a combination of human plus tools does that answer your question yes absolutely to a great extent and um, i think it is really important what you said about the problem statement and where you start from okay. if your starting is correct i think then the tool selection process uh, becomes much more easier and then you can expect what you were you know that the amount of effort you were investing you can expect the roi out of it yeah just to add to that i think when you know what is good on each tool you know which search you want to run on a tool what i mean is if you are going to do a chemistry search then you have to choose appropriate tool if you are going okay. to use keyword search or the concept search the tool could be different all right okay. and then you may get output from these two search tools one is chemistry based one is concept based you put them together do deduplicate them and then finally you may use a third tool to actually analyze them but all this will come only when you know what is good in each tool so uh, i i would typically myself try possibly every tool that is there in the horizon right so considerate uh, of you <laughs> yeah no because because and then okay what i do in addition um, addition is uh, i try the tool and give appropriate feedback to the service provider so that they can okay. improve their tools because uh, because they give me uh, you know typically these tools to try uh, at no cost mm -hmm. so uh, that's my minimal you know return for them uh, that, that they would get some feedback on what went well what did not go well and what kind of uh, you know further enhancement i would expect or see on the tool i think that would help them to you know improve their tool so that next time they can come back to me and say oh madhav we have added this feature now now you know tell tell us how 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 this works and i think it's a good uh, relationship which is important between the user and the service provider so that both absolutely. benefit at the end of the day absolutely but uh, again i'm maybe i'm rephrasing the question but mm -hmm. let's suppose uh, one has to select one tool mm -hmm. and uh, and there are different aspects these days as you said there are a lot of web based tools available these days so there is a user experience part of it there is an uh, the the data part of it how Uh, good that data sources how vast their data coverage is then there could be an algorithm part of it uh, and pricing and something else there there could be multiple factors so if someone has to select one tool uh, let's say for searching for or, or or let's say for any other purpose let's say portfolio management mm -hmm. uh, what they should consider as their top you know uh, top parameter uh, while taking that decision see for searching i think most of the tools are at the same level about coverage mm -hmm. right so typically um, you know people would say i have 32 full full text countries somebody will say i have 34 but i think more or less the data that is coming to these tools provider is probably the same right it could okay. be probably you know uh uh the same same service provider there are only two or three service providers having yes, really yes. the data and mm -hmm. then that data is used in the backend by the tools providers 
mm-hmm. and i think then so so assuming that they have the same level of country coverage mm-hmm. i i think what is really really important to select a search tool mm-hmm. is uh, the ease of use okay and it's not only for the advanced users but it is for every researcher who could be you know using or every end user who would be uh, using the tool the search mm-hmm. interface has to be as light as possible the moment i think if you the moment you make it complex heavy zazi right uh, i think i think uh, the end user would typically go away from any tool any such tool uh, okay. another thing important is uh, the value added material i think that is very important so some some service providers have their uh, abstract rewritten abstract added or some of them have the indexing added and how this abstract or value added abstract or value added indexing is really helping narrow down what the user is looking for mm-hmm. i think that that takes high priority for me that distinguishes one tool from the other mm-hmm. right because the coverage is same if you have a light interface and if you have some unique content which is making my life easy i would go for that tool cost comes later i think okay so cost would okay. be like third criteria there uh, mm-hmm. and i think again they are competing with each other so they would try to keep uh, you know cost approximately the same yeah, yeah. Uh, but but i mm-hmm. think that and then it it would be sold on you know how many number of seats you are you are really having mm-hmm. right or you are buying Absolutely. or subscribing but i think mm-hmm. i think uh, the user interface and value added content are two important uh, parameters at least for me okay great so as your expertise lies in patent searching patent analytics and portfolio management on a scale of 1 to 10 how would you rate uh, the current available tools i mean i'm talking about tools in general not any particular tool on their applicability in the current ip processes their accuracy to provide what user needs so let's start with patent searching let's say so f- with patent searching and analysis um yeah i have got good experience and i can comment surely on you know the tools that are available um so out of 10 i think the searching tools are somewhere around 7 to 8 what i mean is like there is still scope to improve something to you know make better uh, mm-hmm. and make make the end users life easy mm-hmm. i i think analytics tool are still behind uh, the searching tools and okay. there is more scope uh, available to improve the tools and i would put them on 6 to 7 out of 10 uh, you know uh, scale uh, okay that's how i think i would i would rate them so uh, and and uh, i think you have already touched upon this fact that uh, how the current uh, adoption of tools would impact the current manual services and manual offerings that we have but uh, based on your experience of seeing from uh, that 99 era to 2022 where we are right now uh, what is your experience of on this evol- evolution of tools uh, in the industry in the ip industry and uh, do you envision at any time um, in in near future or in far future that these automations or these tools would uh, attain a intelligence level where they can replace the current manual services and practices that we have and if yes what would be the timeline that you expect for that 
transformation to happen so um, i think i touched upon this my view yes. is it is not going to completely replace the manual part okay. uh, but the number of people requiring or total number of hours required to complete a project can go down right and it okay. should be it should be right mm-hmm. so a person if if somebody is taking say one month to complete a landscape with these tools and techniques i would expect you know the timeline to come down to like a week or 10 days right and that's how the development or you know improvement should happen that's what i i expect from from the tools that are there i don't mm-hmm. think again where rather i think tools or the ai ml based tools cannot really replace human being doing the analysis and and the logic that i use here is it's not it's not a numerical data right it's a uh, it's subjective information or contextual data uh, and and it it's not it doesn't come in standard format so even within a given set of patent 100 patents from my field if i take example one particular chemical would be would be written in 10 different ways it could be you know the iupsc name or it could be simple name that is known to the public or it could be just structure have you know compound of formula 1 right and and then there could be different ways of putting the same or it could be put in a broader way that you know a compound of this class right so so what happens is uh, there is no one as to one uh, method to search that so you would need a person to think about how to ensure that we capture what we want to capture in a search strategy again when it goes to analysis see the trend charts are pretty easy right mm-hmm. the publication year or i ipccpc classification trend how many pe- records are there with each of them mm-hmm. i think i think the complexity comes when you actually want to understand the technology the materials used right or how they are used the processes the applications and so on and none of the current tools actually can help you analyze that and that's why i said the the rating is 6 to 7 out of 10 in current analytics tools so unless you create those additional taxonomies or columns in excel or maybe tagging in a mm-hmm. html based database and then you use these additional fields custom fields you may call them and use these for that analysis that i'm talking about the product process composition right uh, application and so on um, that kind of analysis is not really possible with uh, ai ml it will give you something it will not be accurate right it's not that ai ml cannot capture something and put it there it will do but it it is going always going to be you know incorrect or inaccurate it's not not going to be comprehensive and complete uh because because the computer cannot see a document uh, so today suppose there is a set of patents 100 patents and today i am using or analyzing those for understanding what kind of products are made mm-hmm. in the same set of patents next week i may be interested in understanding a process what kind of processes mm-hmm. are used 
another week maybe a month later i i may be looking for what kind of applications that product is used in or what kind of markets are there where the products is used or whatever so so for the same set of patterns if i want to do these four five different types of analysis mm-hmm. i doubt any ai ml tool can do that well that's the that's the food for thought for the developers and the ai community and we, i mean i agree that ai ml is being very part of the tech, important part of the technology right now and they are infused in everything uh, what we we couldn't achieve uh, let's say 5 years back uh, things are now you uh, know in shape where you can detect few things in medical industry they have done marvelous job uh, but as you said i also agree to your part that patent data is not numeric it's not a standard format it's a, it's a contextual data and if some algorithm or some ml model has to predict that information it has to get, go a long way of understanding that domain and then getting you something out as in as in the de- desired objective uh, of the user who is who's doing the search on that patent set uh so i i and i and i'm 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 i would say i'm <laughs> i'm i'm balancing both the aspect it could it could not uh but the way we are progressing i remain hopeful that these things would improve and we would see some changes in the tools that are currently uh not capable of doing it probably in future they would they might have that kind of capability and we can reevaluate where they have and uh, definitely it will reduce the time of analyst of doing that same project which was taking let's say 20 hours earlier to some uh you know uh, number of hours which is Uh, where you have to just put in some reviewing hours and let's say five six hours and you get the output right so 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 what ai and ml can do is to prompt the user with what it finds in the records mm-hmm. right so can, there can be auto taxonomy of concepts or technologies that we are looking for Mm-hmm. it can actually kind of populate you know what is there what it is finding then allow user to select few of them then go to the next step and next step and next step so that way ai and ml can make the overall process easy or life easy for the analyst um, mm-hmm. but I, i don't expect it to you know completely do the analysis to the extent that a human brain can really do and then mm-hmm. provide insights and you know uh, make make the report useful there are tools yeah. at this moment which make those automated reports i know mm-hmm. and uh, i have re- not really found any of them uh, really insightful you know to to share with my stakeholders or my uh, clients and then you know get a wow from them right <laughs> see what happens is people like those again on the analytics side i think the next step is visualization mm-hmm. and what typically people like is those beautiful charts like carrot chart or your uh, foam tree or uh, mm-hmm. maybe uh, contour map and so on mm-hmm. but i think i think the the end user just likes it on the presentation my mm-hmm. contention is those beautiful charts which are automatically created do not really help you understand what's there and it doesn't really help you decide the strategy further right Absolutely. so they are good nice they are placeholders on a presentation but 
and then some people may like it you know your stakeholders will like it your report would look beautiful but uh, again i have my apprehension about about their usefulness okay well that's a that's a never ending debate that can, one can have uh, based on your decade of experience in innovation industry and with these tools what message or suggestion you would like to give uh, to the tool community uh, more importantly the tool developers ip tool developers that are working on improving the current state of tools yeah i think i spoke about it some of it number one it has to be the user interface it has to be as light as possible right okay. number two the value added content if the even if the value added content is not there in your database how you can use ai and ml to provide that auto taxonomy or auto synonyms right or mm -hmm. auto correlation or you know putting similar records together uh taking the view of our inputs from the end user and improve it in some iterations i think that is that is very important to if you look at the pain point of a patent analyst right what are the pain points there i think the search if the in user interface is easy or simple the search becomes easy if there is a value added content surely you know they can utilize this using the in the search strategy and make the search more concise or precise yeah. after you do a good search and get say a few hundred records out i think the next step is screening of those records for the relevant and non relevant because false positives are always going to be there yes. so if you have to remove those false positives and get only a set of records which are most relevant for the context i think the process is kind of manual to so select one which is relevant yes no yes no or so mm -hmm. how do you make this process easy how do you enable the end user to improve the process so suppose for say 200 records if a user needs a 5 hours to screen them with yes no okay can you make this in 1 hour right i yes. think that is very important once mm. you get those selected records how do you you know help the user to get the auto taxonomy or you know extract the content which is required for further analysis can we extract chemicals can we extract concepts can we extract you know some correlation between these chemicals and concepts i'm talking from my domain chemistry yeah right mm -hmm. and 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 you know enable this extraction of you know the content in additional columns or maybe in automated automated tool and then do the further analysis i would keep visualization as the last part because mm -hmm. there are plenty tools which can do beautiful visualization but mm -hmm. what information is going in for that or in as an input for the visualization is really is important. important as we have heard this in last 20 years garbage in garbage out so the <laughs> moment you put some data and you give it to the tool for analysis the tool is mm -hmm. anyway going to do that analysis and visualization but then yes. what comes out may not be really useful for you so if the output has to be useful your input has mm -hmm. to be or say meaningful right yes. it's sensible yes. so the moment you have right input going in the visualization tool i think typically visualization takes 5 minutes to 10 minutes 
right when you have yeah. right right columns right data extracted so mm -hmm. rather than putting a lot of effort on visualization i would put more i would request you know the tools providers or developers to put more effort on relieving these pain points of the end user who is ip search yeah. and analyst and i think yeah. that is very important without which um, it will be all you know most of it, most of it would be a noise and no output <laughs> and and what i'm hearing from you is uh, we don't have to really think about uh, re-innovating the entire process we have to think about those small pain points that you talked about small uh, value adds that you can uh, plug into the process that will help improve the overall efficiency of the process absolutely if you can do that and i think in the really in, in, and 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 in the development of tools i would typically you know request them to you know stretch their imagination right so what is really possible is something that you will probably get only by imagination and then make it happen in the tools so what kind of data is available what we can extract how we can visualize if all this can be actually put in the brainstorming process i think mm -hmm. i think the tools provider will come up with better tools than what we have today and then again mm -hmm. another point is like avoid me too like this company has this particular chart or graph i will also put in my tool <laughs> not really required okay. what you need is probably all those standard chart and graphs would be there which are easily created for the trends the year the ipc cpc or whatever i think what value your tool can really provide to the end user how it reduces time and at the same time provides better insights i think i think that that is very important and the last advice maybe you know this is how this is what i believe in you should start where others have stopped right so so look at what others have done okay they have done this trend that trend this chart that contour this foam okay now if all that is already there what you know i can provide to distinguish my service my tool right and i think that's where the value add will really come in so i would put more efforts in in that value add uh, starting where others have already stopped yes that is really important for us to keep innovating well thank you so much for your inspiring talk uh, madhav uh, that was really insightful and i'm sure the tool developing community who have listened to you they would uh, go back to their whiteboards start brainstorming it and focus on these value adds which is more important if you want to really make life of your user uh, you know easy while they're using the tools we don't want them to make them uh, make that life more clumsy by using the tools which are more complex so you have to get that value adds in place so that uh, the uh, the users can measure the roi what their the effort that they are putting in and and that can make the life more easier the process more smoother uh, in case the, any of uh, our listeners have their questions uh, how they can contact you Oh, they can reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm I'm there, uh, uh, pretty ac active. active there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, great, great. Thank you so much for sharing your perspective today with us, Madhav. Um, I think uh, this was really meaningful uh, and an honest feedback that you shared with us. Um, and um, I'm really sure that the kind of uh, uh, thought process that you have, if we can learn from that thought process and try to 
you know, idealize it as an, uh, a user and then try to build that tool around it, it will definitely uh, is going to solve some of the problems, not all of the problems, but some of the problems that we are facing these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, that brings us to the close of uh, the end of uh, today's podcast. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I'll stay connected. Uh, we will be back with another episode of Sagacious IP Tech Talks. Till then, take care. Thank you once again, Mother, for being on the Thank you, Samir. Yeah, it was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for listening to the podcast Sagacious IP Tech Talks with your host, Sumit Prasad from Sagacious IP. If you enjoyed this episode, please do rate it and listen to more episodes in the series. For more information about Sagacious IT for IP initiative and IP tools in general, write to us at info at sagaciousresearch.com. Please do note that the contents of this podcast were intended for general informational purposes only. The views of the guests and the host were their personal views and do not represent Sagacious IP. The facts of every legal, business, or technical matter are unique, and the content of this podcast should not be considered as offering legal, business, or technology advice for your specific situation.